Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Urban City podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hudak, and today I'm joined by two guests from one of our programs here at Justice Freeth called Tree. Um, first, we have Dana Garrett, or is it okay calling me? Yeah, because I, yeah, whatever. Well, I'll let you talk about it, Dana. Um, and so go for it. Do, do a quick little introduction, Dana, and then we'll pass it over to Mildred. Yep. My name is Dana Garrett, and I am the supervisor for the Tree program here at Justice for Youth. Um, How long have you been here at Justice for Youth? That's a good question. Um, I've been here since 2018. 18. Yeah, so, so co- coming up on five, five years in June. Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Time has flown, five years. Yeah. But before that, you were a volunteer and helped yeah. out here and there, different stuff. So you've been around for a while, but yes. officially as staff since 2018. Yeah. Awesome. And then we also have one your one coworker with you, Mildred. Welcome, Mildred, to Life in the Urban City podcast. Want to do a quick little introduction of yourself and absolutely how long you've you been here? So my name is Mildred Garcia. I am a case manager for the Tree Program. I've actually been here just made six months. Nice. So it's been a nice little flow, uh, learning about the Tree Program and being involved in our many activities. Awesome. And what is what does Tree stand for? I'm not, Whoever wants to take it, Dana or Mildred. Yeah, it stands for training, resourcing, educating, and empowering parents. Awesome, that's really cool. And you, you, you're the one that kind of told me about a. a you guys had like a fancy name to the incorporated with trees. Like, you started like family trees or something like that. Was it like one of your clusters or? Am I thinking? I'm. I'm not thinking. Yeah, yeah, family trees. So we do incorporate whole families not just parents mm-hmm. um there's always work that we do whether it's you know providing some kind of child care services or um you know just engaging with the the youth that we serve as well as the parents awesome yeah thank you for thank you for that dana um so first question is um about the tree program do you how do how does a parent get involved into the tree program and or and would Actually, let's take a step back. What parent or an adult would is a good fit for the tree program? I think all parents, to be honest. Yeah. There's there's different aspects of the tree program where any parent can get something out of it, whether it's connection or mm-hmm. education or even resources. So it's not like, hey, if I'm referred as a parent to the tree program, I'm I would be viewed as a bad parent. Absolutely not. Of course, you know, um, we want to support in any way we can the mm-hmm. parents of the youth that we serve. Yeah. Um, but again, that doesn't limit to, you know, they're a bad parent. No, they may be just coming because they need some support, some resources, yeah. community. Um, yeah. Any any reason, to be honest with you. Yeah. 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 Just an additional support to any parent out there, whether you come from a single parent household, both parent households, you know, uh, children in and out of the justice care system or, you know, straight A students or straight F students, right? It's any parent. Which any is parent. Absolutely awesome. right. Awesome. And as a parent, it, is it group setting? Is it one-on-one settings? Is it a mixture of both? How, what does the, the programming look like on a, on a regular basis? So we do a mixture of both. We okay. do have our parent clusters, which can mm-hmm. be, um, we usually try to enroll at least 10 
10 parents. Okay. Um, so we'd like to, that's a good, you know, size and enough people to just have a good conversation. Um, and they learn our uh, parenting skills that we teach. Mm-hmm. But we also um, do one-on-ones. There's certain parents for whatever reason, you know, whether it be transportation issue or mm-hmm. language barrier, whatever it is. Yeah. If we have to meet them where they're at, then absolutely we'd schedule a one-on-one. Great. And you kind of said something with language barriers. So, so is tree providing multiple languages or English and Spanish? English and Spanish. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. And then, um, as you're working with these parents, what's something I, I, I'm kind of leading it, but like, I know you guys create like a group chat and what, what's something that you've noticed from one of the clusters that, that you started and they had a group chat, the cluster ended and what's going on now with your parents? What are you seeing as a, one of the benefits of the program? Yeah. So I, obviously noticed that it just brought uh, these these parents closer Mm -hmm. they felt um, supported empowered Um, they're dropping you know just a positive quote if you will Mm -hmm. Um, sharing resources uh, just being there for one another so it's just beautiful to see that it started as you know parents that didn't know anybody in the community and now they still text each other they go to events together yeah. they see each other out in the community trying to so. create their own little parent group yeah. where it's like hey we, let's just go hang out as parents yeah absolutely because i think that's an important thing right at, no matter who you are where you're at in life like it's nice to have a community right you know when you were single you had all your single friends and once you got married <laughs> you know hanging out with your single friends wasn't as fun wasn't as good because your priorities have changed and yeah you know, the same thing is now as a parent um right you know who's become parents like you can't you don't stay up as like or you, you stay up later but it's because <laughs> you know the little responsibilities one. <laughs> call <laughs> yes i know i'm not there i know both of you are parents um and so which is again it's a blessing right it, it wouldn't be you know a, the single man who's not married leading parent groups he, he'll be not providing the best information or might not be providing the best information and so for the parent groups, do I need to go to a specific school to be a part of it? Are there resources at a school site? Dana, if you want to. Yeah, so um, we you don't need to go to a specific school. We do offer parent groups that are just open to the community. Yeah. Um, so there, there are times where we have contracts with school districts where we go to them and we take our parent groups on campuses and we mm-hmm. work with the parents specifically for that school. But um, we do have a lot of opportunities to just drop in and meet people here in the community of Pomona and start a parent group. Wow, that's awesome. So um, do you do you get um, inquiries on a regular basis? Is like, hey, like I'm, I'm struggling. Like what does a, a typical inquiry look like for a parent who's interested in the TREE program? So um, a lot of our parents that come to us are fr- through referrals. Okay. So either they could be referred through the school district <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is going. <laughs> they it's can okay. be referred through the school district. They can be referred from um, other staff from Justice for Youth. They could be referred from DCFS. the The most of the most of them come from different referrals. Different referrals. But absolutely, we do get the um, the situations where parents just come and they're just looking for support, or they're looking for resources, mm-hmm. and they join. They just joined our group. Um, there's one parent who joined up who's still very connected with us, and she was just walking through our office space, mm-hmm. um, um, our office building, looking for resources, and um, that was a great connection there. 
That's and so awesome. she was able to join a group. Um, she's built community here with us. <clears throat> yeah. And I'd also like to add that with those same parents that we have, yeah. their word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Have I've gotten calls or texts from, you know, from yeah. their friends or people they've met on mm-hmm. Facebook or wherever they've met them asking, you know, hey, I've heard that you guys have this awesome parent group. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to join. When can I join? I'd like to get connected. And then here we go. Yeah. So so what makes your guys' curriculum so special? Because, I mean, it sounds like it's it's been successful. Like every parent who gets resourced is like they're, they're talking glowing remarks. I know. We had a contract, it just ended in San Gabriel Unified, where they loved it out there. And so, obviously, I know what you guys are doing is awesome, right? You guys provide great work and what you do, but what makes you guys stand out? What is it, you know, whoever wrote the curriculum is just amazing at writing the curriculum, or is, do you focus on specific, you know, conversations, yeah, what makes yeah. you guys so unique and special? Um, our curriculum is is goes off of evidence based parenting practices. So um, it was created using research from child development specialists mm-hmm. and child psychologists that were uh, published, um, and that's great. You know, that's mm-hmm. great information to have. But I think what sets us apart is that um, this is information we present to parents as how we say buffet style. Um, we present it, they can, uh, you know, take a look at this information. They can decide if this is something they want to take and try Mm -hmm. to use in their home, or if this is something that's not going to work for them and they'll just leave it on the table. Um, the, the part of our, our parent groups and our curriculum that sets us apart is the discussion time. Mm -hmm. Um, we do format it in such a way so that we have questions that we ask open-ended questions and we allow parents to just share and just to share freely um, without judgment in a confidential setting in a safe space for them. And um, I've, I've really found for myself being in those spaces as well. Like it's, it's very healing for me Mm. as a parent, just knowing that, okay, someone else has been through this. I'm not going through this alone Mm. or this will, this is a phase and it will pass, you know, cause, cause my, my children are little and I learn a lot from other parents in the group as well. Awesome. Yeah. And if I could just add, I love what Dana said, like no judgment, Mm -hmm. you know, our parents come in and me personally, you know, I speak from the heart. Like I really want to just, Hey, I want to meet them where I want to meet you where you're at. You know, let's talk about, you know, your needs, your struggles, uh, whatever it is. And I, I do feel that, um, it's a, it's a relaxed space. It's not like, oh, I'm the teacher and, you know, you're the student. And you got to just sit there and follow the rules. No, because yeah. they've they've told me that, you know, we just love that. We just feel like at home. Yeah, it's not like a lecture based college course where, you know, no. a professor standing up front <laughs> yeah, telling <take> notes, <laughs> talking to you for a half an hour to an hour. And you exactly. just sit there. Um, so I, you kind of hinted at it. So like, does everyone just come in? We sit in a circle, you lead and like bring up a topic and say, hey, you know, say we're talking about, you know, blank subject and we just discuss it you know this is kind of the research what we've been finding and the benefit of now we just open up and what do you what do you think about this parents what are your experiences is that kind of like a typical circle or like i mean yeah what does a typical cluster look like i guess yeah so um the typical for the for the circles for the parent groups where we go through the curriculum we'll Mm -hmm. start and we'll have some time for everyone to check in 
Um, so we don't just jump straight into it. We check yeah. in, we ask everyone how, how things are going. Um, they can share some highs and some lows for the week. And then uh, we present the topic. We uh, talk about a little bit of the research um, surrounding the topic and, and things that are suggested. And then we unpack it as a group. And so we, you know, we have space and pockets um, for questions and comments to be made. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the magic of the group happens is in the discussion and people sharing, well, oh, you know, I've never thought about this. I've tried this and that, but this hasn't worked or, mm -hmm. you know, or people sharing, even sharing like, um, that's not going to fly with my kids. Right. And this is why. And that's, that's really where the best part of the group happens is in those discussions. Wow. That's awesome. And then um, for, from the groups that you've done, the groups and one-on-one, um, what have been some of the feedback from the parents? Like, Obviously, they said that they like it, but about their feedback with their interactions with their youth and their children. Um, is it like, hey, I come back after week one, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's night and day, or is it kind of like a slow progression? And then after, you know, the eight, the six, eight, or ten weeks, you know, you start seeing progression and the change i think it differs mm -hmm. you know i've had different feedback because obviously every child is different and yeah. they receive um but i've had i've had good feedback saying mm -hmm. you know you know thanks for um sharing that because you know i hadn't tried that yet i didn't think of that yeah. um or you know what this didn't work out but i remember what you talked about last time and i kind of pulled from here pulled from there and it's working it's a it's a work in progress yeah. so i've had great feedback awesome yeah. And if I could add also like for, for um, I work with a lot of the Spanish speakers mm -hmm. and a lot of the feedback that I've gotten from them is that I didn't even know you guys existed. I didn't. This mm -hmm. is like awesome. You know, I wish I knew before, yeah. but now that I know. And so that just really feels good because it's again, you know, here's a resource that it's like a little hidden gem for them. Yeah. And now it's, you know, it becomes like a uh, it can be like a little getaway from them too. Cause you know, mom and dads need a break sometime. Let me yeah. just unplug from, you know, what's going on and let me just go hang out with some folks that. Yeah. Is the general meeting time like half an hour or an hour or what is it? What is your general meeting? 90 time? minutes. 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I saw you, Dana, you're going to jump in and share some stuff about some feedback. Yeah. Um, some feedback. So there, so we do facilitate groups in the community, mm -hmm. um, but um, we also have an opportunity where we facilitate groups within the uh, prison here in Chino. Yeah. So uh, we have groups of dads that are um, incar currently incarcerated um, for the most part within two years of their release date. Yeah. And we are able to do this uh, parent education group with them. Mm -hmm. And the feedback from that group is... Um, they're not yet reconnected and reintegrated into their family life. But the feedback that I've gotten was it's doing some healing for their inner child. Mm. They're understanding that there was um, different ways that they could have been parented okay. um, when they were younger. And they're starting to do healing on that end as wow. well. So that's been pretty awesome. Wow. Do we see that also with parents that, are, that aren't incarcerated? Because I think that's a big part, right? When you're growing up, you've experienced parents a specific way, right? Your parents. And based on that, you plan to either do the same or do the opposite most of the time yeah. from your past parenting or being parented. Um, 
Yeah. Do we see that a lot of times from our parents that they have that self-actualization and understanding is like, well, I'm doing this because this is how my parents did it. Or is it, or is, are we noticing, you know, from the groups that are taking place, once the groups are happening, we're talking about it, that light bulb clicks on. It's like, Oh, that's why I do it. Yeah. So when we, when we start our groups, let's say day one of a group and we're going to have our introductions and we're going to meet each other. We also have a time to introduce our families. So we do have them introduce the family um, that they've created and however they created that family, but also the family that they came from Mm -hmm. because it's really actually intentional work that we do um, in order to break these generational cycles these, um, you know, the negative ones, the generational curses, they do have to think about where they came from and what patterns are going on in, Mm -hmm. in their family line so that they can disrupt it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And just identifying, you know, with some of their past traumas Mm -hmm. that, yeah, sometimes that light bulb does go on. I've seen it and, you know, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Right. But it, it, it becomes a realization where, you know, a lot of them, when they notice it, they're like, yeah, I, I don't want to continue that pattern or break that, you know, continue that generational yeah. curse or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So my mind just went here. You guys were talking about it. But do you guys do groups for want to be parents or like um, like new parents? Because, you know, I'm relatively ma- new at being married, just celebrated one year anniversary. Congratulations. My, thank you. My wife and I plan eventually to have kids. We're not, you know, but hearing what you're just talking about you know knowing before my child is even born these are some things that i should you know either read books up on you know go to classes is there something that you guys do for parents who are planning or you know pregnant parents that are you know all right man we're, we're six weeks you know or six months pregnant we're going to give birth soon you know what should we be planning for and should be doing yeah well, we haven't had a group yet specifically for um you know, parents to be, yeah. <laughs> um, but we have had in our group either um, people that were expecting that were expecting soon to be parents. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that is something that we could develop is um, a, a group specifically for people that don't have kids yet, but know mm-hmm. that kids are on the horizon. Yeah. 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 That would be neat. I'm just yeah, I think we also had, there was a, a, a couple that was referred to us not too long ago, mm-hmm. new parents that That's wanted. Right. So there are people out there that, yeah, yeah so we'd definitely be willing to Cause, share. Because I'm just thinking about community work, right? Like everyone should plan, you know, whether they plan or not to plan that they, but this is information that we should have because, again, what we don't know, we don't know. And, you know, if we want to be bringing the best people into our community the best raised, supported, cared for, loved. We need to be trained. Like if, if I'm struggling as a parent, my child's going to struggle just because I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know how to support and care for them. And again, if I don't have the resources, I don't have a network of other parents, young parents or older parents mentoring or coaching me and giving me guidance and recommendation Say, so, oh, you know, my child, you know, they dealt with colic and this is what worked for us. You know? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, in addition to being um, a natural mom, I'm also a foster mom. And to become a foster mom, I had to go through 
a lot of training, a lot of hours of training. I had to go through a lot of, you know, interviews and inspections mm -hmm. and things that don't happen when you have children naturally. Yeah. You kind of are just expected to, <laughs> you know, figure it out on your own. Um, and I think that is something that, you know, it's an opportunity that we could provide for the community to do a little bit better for people that are expecting to have children naturally mm -hmm. to have these resources beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds awesome. And so I know um, we're, we're moving forward in the conversation, but I kind of want to just before, because we could, I feel like we could talk about this forever and just hearing you two talk. It's like, man, like there's so much greatness coming out of the tree program. Out of, I want to hear two encouraging stories, some stories that you might've experienced from like a parent. And then uh, we'll just leave end with giving some tips and some supports to parents out there and youth even and youth workers. So I want to start off, you know, each of you could share a story, like a success story of a parent. You don't need names or anything, but you know, a little bit of the situation and what transpired after going through the tree program. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I could talk about a parent who, um, ever since I started working with Justice for Youth, um, had already been, you know, mm -hmm. participating. Um, they were court-ordered to, you know, mm -hmm. have, because some of the parents do come um, because they have to, right? Yeah. Um, but in learning and getting to know them, and then the end of the story is the child, even with that process of the child starting to go back, you know, that process of the reunification, yeah. that's just an awesome thing to be a part of mm. because they they want to share that information with you they want to stay connected um so for me that that's just you know like i see it on top of the cake yeah. <laughs> because it's just yeah beautiful that's what we want right yeah we want um, families to be together so for me that's that's my highlight awesome yeah um I think that that's a highlight for me, too, when we do get to um, support families through the reunification process. Um, but also just um, a highlight for me is just connecting families with resources. Um, I had a parent who, um, you know, I she she was referred due to a SARP case. Mm -hmm. And that was just, you know, um, there was issues with um the child not showing up to school for mm -hmm. a long periods of time. And so um, when I got connected with her, um, I found out that, you know, it's not always what it seems, right? Mm. So there's deeper um, issues. There was bigger barriers that were stopping um, this child from going to school. And so um, with working with her, with connecting her with the right resources, um, she was able to get her child back into school. And also the child is thriving wow. in, in school as well. So um, that's a highlight for me also. It's not just, um, you know, family reunification, of course, but also like getting children and families connected back into the education atmosphere. Yeah. One thing that always stood out to me, I remember, I think you told me, Dana, is like... Um, one of the students we work with, we were working with, you were working with their parent and they, they reached out to one of our programs and it's like, wow, whatever they're doing in trees working. Cause this was the best conversation. My mom called me this weekend and this was the best conversation I had with her ever. Like what? Like, yeah, <laughs> it was like, 
the, the student was, you know, I think near her twenties or something like that. And just like, yeah, man, this is the best conversation I had with my, my mom ever. I'm like, wait, 20 years. And what, what Dana, what you are doing, Mildred is it's working. It, you know, parents are, you know, taking it in and they're, they're applying it to their life and to their children and how to best support and love on them, which is amazing. Yeah. And, and just hearing those stories, like, I think again, it's just doing some great work. And so, with the last question uh, for you two is, so we know parents listen to this. We know youth are listening to this. So if you want to pass on one last, you know, tidbit for one of those p- individuals, what would it be? Yeah. Um, for the parents specifically is just, you know, um, we're here as supports. We're here, um, you know, for community. We're here for education. We're here for all of that. But just to know that there's no such thing as the perfect parent. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all on this journey of becoming better, uh, becoming better through the generations, becoming better day to day as parents. But there's no such thing as perfection. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just all about staying on track. Um, You know, we fall off. We make a mistake that's okay. Um, we're here as supports to help, you know, pick each other up and get back on the track of being better as parents. Wow. Awesome. Thanks, Dana. Yeah, that's good. I like that. So I would like to say, um, to anybody, like, don't be afraid to ask, Mm. just Mm -hmm. ask, because what I've noticed is, um, when they ask, I may not know the answer. I may have to say, Hey, Give me a minute and I'll talk to Dana or I'll do some, you know, res- you know, try to find some resources, whatever it is. But yeah. just don't be afraid to ask because yeah. you just never know. No, that's awesome. And <coughs> something out there for youth, if you didn't catch it, um, your parents might not have had the best life growing up when they were a child. And so what they how they were parented is sometimes how they parent you. So if you're thinking you have a you're not the best experience with your parent, remember that they might not have had the best with theirs and they're just trying to make it work. Um, and like the self actualization and understanding that your parents do love you, you know, they do, but they might not know the best way to express it. And if you don't have the best relationship with your parent, like, you know, reach out, help us get connected with you, um, with your parent. You know, we want to help support parents. If you're struggling, you know, you might not have, the best relationship with your your child. That's what we're here for. Youth workers, if you are if you have a family that you know are struggling, that's what we're here for. Reach out. Reach out to us. Send us a, a message on info at ju4y.org or any of our platforms because, again, we could get you connected to Dana and Mildred and they could plug you and give you the resources that you need. If you want to be part of the parent groups, like, that's right here. And if you're not locally, you know, we'll figure out what we could do best for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in this week to life in the urban city podcast. It's been a blessing having both you here, Dana and Mildred, and hopefully you guys come back for some more conversations about parents and just conversations as a whole and about life in the urban city. So we're excited to have you guys. And um, for listeners, thank you so much for listening this week. We'll hear you guys and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Paul. All right.